0: Hello and welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here and wonderful to have your company today for episode... Two,
1: three, one.
0: This week on Toy Power, it's a quasi San Diego Comic-Con 2021 and we jump into all the glorious news for this event. Joining me today in the virtual Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Hoi hoi. Darren.
2: Good
0: to be with you everyone. And Ben.
1: Lee Man standing by.
0: <laughs> Lee Man is in the house and today we all have our shut up and take your money for the item that's just has to be purchased. No questions asked. We're going to drop the big dollars on. So shout out for those when they come up guys, but we're going to jump into the news and we're going to kick off with some a very cool set that was released by Mattel in the Jurassic Park line. And this is, or was going to be their San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. It's Ray Arnold play by Samuel L. Jackson in the classic Jurassic Park film. Now, we never knew exactly what happened to poor old Ray, but we did find his severed arm in one of the corridors. This unique set captures, makes that moment into a kind of scene it shows the velociraptor attacking Arnold and we've got a beautiful removable severed arm piece that you can detach from this one so a very very cool package we know that Mattel do some very wonderful packaging displays for their con exclusives and this is coming to us I think it's in um meant to be July 22nd which is um, past now Twenty-five bucks, pretty good, pretty good deal. I don't know how that went on the um, Mattel Creations website, but nice set if you're a Jurassic Park fan.
1: Great looking minting box, I reckon.
2: Yeah, I, if I was to pick these up, I'd be tempted to leave it in the box if it's the way it's displayed, um, because it fills in that you're right, Trent. It fills in that little blank of you know he's dead because his arm shows up in the film, but this is this is that uh pretend scene if you will playing like out in scene, real time deleted scene exactly yeah all
1: right so we've got the gi joe and gi joe is almost as big as masters of the universe right now can you believe that are we living in the 80s <laughs> or the year 2020 or crazy so uh we've got gi joe coming in hard and fast we've got not one not two but 15 new reaction figures, all based on the 80s Sunbow cartoon. So each figure comes blistered packaged on all new uh, card art and everything. We've got the beautiful brand new original paintings for each character. The standard reaction scale is, of course, the 3.75, point uh, Five centimeters with five basic points of articulation so questionable if it's a step down or a step in a new direction who knows mm. so here's the roster, we've got the Joes, we've got Snake Eyes we've got Scarlet Quinn I believe he was a cartoon uh, character exclusive And then we've got uh, what sort of makes up the 15 characters. We've got the Joe green shirts. And there are three different variations of those green shirts. We've got skin tone, uh, face colour, which is pink. We've got tan and we've got brown. And then over to the Cobra, we've got the Cobra Commander, Baroness and Destro And then this is where the numbers really make up the 15. We've got the Cobra Trooper in the Y-back. There's three different variations, pink, tan, and brown skin color. And we've also got the Cobra Trooper with the H-back variation of the straps. And he's also in pink, Uh, tan and brown skin tone so that's pretty amazing and I've already heard Gilly is a massive fan of this, he reckons these reaction figures are going to send him broke (laughs) but if this reaction thing is not your thing how about these damn Ultimates from Oh, Super 7? These well.
2: Ultimates look it. amazing. And now a bit of background for our listeners, myself and our good friend uh, Rob McCallum. When it was announced that Super 7 were having, uh, they had acquired the G.I. Joe license, he said... Oh, tell you what, it's going to be all reaction figures. It has to be. And I went, really? Reaction with five points of articulation when Joe's unknown for so much more than that? And I said, nah, it's got to be Ultimates. It'll be Ultimates based on the cartoon. And and his um, Rob's answer was, well, it's surely that's stepping on the toes of classifieds. And I said, well, if you go the Sunbow cartoon, that kind of skirts around it. And we said, look, whoever was right, one of us gets to uh, keep... You know, uh, the winner basically gets to keep uh, Trent's blank figure. That was the agreed. Trent wasn't there at the time when we made this deal. But, uh, yeah, so in the end, we're both right.
3: Um, so you get to cut it in half.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an invisible figure anyway. Oh, so
0: this is pretty good. I can just make uh, claims up for all your toys as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making a deal with Ben tonight on the uh, scratch
1: figure? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm loving it. To work that one through. One of us will get it. The way these things <laughs> work. Or half each if we're uh, yeah. uh, close to right. I'll- I'll yep.
0: take the top half. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let's but go. Look, it, it, was a, it was a
0: fair question, right? Like to go, which way are they going to go on these? And I think it makes sense they go both because they know like the reaction figures are quite cheap to produce. They don't make those to order. They just put them, turn the machines on, run them through and, and you know, guess at the quantum that they need to kind of sell. So they're, they were always kind of a given. But these reactions, I mean, Sumbo, these are probably, a lot of collectors are sitting there going, you know, I, I've i always wanted a Sumbo version of these figures because we really haven't had it. You look at that Snake Eyes. Now, it's not, for me, the most iconic version and probably for a lot of people. But if you're into that cartoon, you need that Snake Eyes, right? You need that blue and purple um, kind of commando version without the gloves, which is, which is odd. But Timber in there as well.
1: Oh, I was going to say that... The Timber Wolf is just sensational, I think that that in itself is a figure in itself, mm, uh, beautiful. Really oh, yeah, oh, just sensational, so well done. I think people are going to grab that and put them in their classified collection.
0: I, I love this line, like Cobra Commander looks fantastic he 's got the um, the snake on the globe, which I think was from some of the video game advertising. Um, and, and like even the detail on the helmet, you get two versions of the helmet, no hood, and we can talk a little bit about that, but one with kind of like the stripe, the silver stripe that he's got down the middle, which is part of the animation, and then the regular almost more toy look. Um, the bat, the
1: bat is <sighs> the just... my favourite. So like, good.
0: like, such a cool figure. And, and, of course, we'll get you to round out the four. Um, I think this, it's a great move. I think Brian was very keen. I think they'd done a lot of work. With Hasbro to get this up, and I, I heard an interview with the Fush of you know how hard they had to work and how many people at Hasbro kind of need to go into bat for them to get this done and dusted. But they're they're going to be going big with this GI Joe property.
2: It's a huge line. Like you think of some of the other properties that Super Seven are into at the moment, and there's a couple of smaller ones in there when you think of Silverhawks and that. But Disney Turtles. Joe's that just three massive rosters that will just keep them going for years, assuming they they sell well and you know they can justify the next wave. They are just they're here for life, basically.
1: Now we know,
2: and
3: knowing is half the battle.
1: G.I. Joe, G.I. Joe
3: Hooded commanded no more. For those hoping. We get some kind of updated hooded Cobra Commander figure either from Hasbro or Super 7. Don't expect it to happen anytime soon. Despite the blue cobra hood being one of Cobra Leader's signature looks. Going back to the 80s, according to Super 7's Brian Flynn, a hooded Cobra Commander head sculpt is not allowed at this time. That is what he told someone on Instagram when asked if he would include a hooded head sculpt with the recently announced Ultimate 7-inch Cobra Commander figure. It's been rumored for some time that Hasbro banned the use of the hood in recent years due to racist imagery many associate with it when seeing a man wearing a hood, especially an evil terrorist dictator like Cobra Commander himself. Brian's response about the hood not being allowed would seem to suggest those rumours are true.
2: And, yeah, look, I think that makes sense. Like, I don't think you're going to see Hasbro coming out and just fully admitting that that's the reason. They're just going to quietly not allow production of it and just move on. Yeah, you know, this is your Cobra Commander. This is what you're getting. Um, uh, a little sad from a collector standpoint, but totally understandable for those that, you know, would be um, upset or triggered by, you know, that sort of imagery. And, you know, I yeah. think it's if that's... One little way that that Hasbro can, you know, not promote that sort of agenda out to the world, then you know, good on them for for banning it. I say. I
3: think it's a natural evolution for the franchise. If the franchise wants to stay fresh and relevant, yep. you look at the Iron Cross on He Man disappearing, and you know, I fully support that because the character of He Man is still He Man. Yep. Um. It's it's a, you know, not not a game changer for for those of us that. Aren't triggered by the Iron Cross, but for those that are, you know, no one wants to see, see that kind of suffering. Span from from a beloved toy property, you know, it's just it's natural evolution to keep the franchise alive. I think um, the Dukes of Hazard could learn something about that with the Confederate flag on the General <laughs> League. You know, um, evolution, you know, is, is what keeps franchises alive.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are in 2021 after all, and uh, that also means new GI Joe cartoon. Who would have thought that oof. back to the 80s? Yeah, and uh, you know, reliving all these awesome properties again. So, news from the his tank, a well-known source for GI Joe, was recently at Licensing Con Brazil and heard from Hasbro Brazil's head of licensing, Marcelo Mustotti, uh, during the presentation. Mara Sorotti uh, revealed that a new animation series was coming next year, followed by a second season in 2023. It wasn't revealed what network or streaming service would be the home of this new series, but Hasbro did show a brief clip that featured Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, showcasing that development is well on its way. I'm pretty excited. This is what a time to be alive, seriously. Yep. What a time to be an 80s kid growing up and i'm sure this is only gonna keep going into the 90s you know we'll start seeing street sharks and bike bikes from mars toxic crusaders all those wonderful things that you know predominantly sat in the 90s properties are gonna make their comeback eventually in the next decade or two so we've got a lot of many
3: many years to come of collecting and uh yeah, money burning on plastics. So. Absolutely, but congratulations, it, oh, seriously, to all GI Joe fans that have been waiting years for something like this. I know as a Masters of the Universe fan what this kind of news feels like. So for anyone that GI Joe is their favourite property or one of their favourite properties, massive congratulations. You know we know how long you've waited for this, and and I hope it's every bit as awesome as as you want it to be.
2: So, speaking of burning large piles of money, um, it doesn't get much larger than this. This was uh, one that's been heavily rumoured for a while, but from Hasbro and their Haslabs crowdfunding project, we got... Finally revealed Galactus. Now, this wasn't part of San Diego Comic-Con or anything like that, but it was basically thrown out there. And, oh, my God, if you thought the Sentinel was big, if you thought Unicron was big, this one tops them all. Coming in at a whopping 32 inches tall. That is uh, taller than my son. Let's put it that way. Um, 70 points of articulation. He's got, from what I saw, some of the images. He's got full articulation in his fingers as a, as a real hand would. He's got lights, which I think is one of the things the Sentinel was lacking. Uh, different head sculpts, a whole lot more going in. The teaser image that was put out was literally just the foot, and you had a full size Marvel Legends that barely come up to the shin on this uh, Galactus. That's how big <laughs> this thing is. Uh, cost which is the first thing everybody wants to know with a toy of this size looking at $400 US Um, as we said this is a Haslabs uh, Kickstarter style thing so it's a case of back it Uh, you're probably not going to be expecting to get it till 2023 the way things are going the campaign is live now 45 days was the whole run of it. I think if I've got it up here, as it stands, as of this recording, there's still 37 days to go. They're looking for 14,000 backers. Now, for a bit of context, Sentinel was only 9,000 backers in order to be uh, successfully funded. Um, and I think it was cheaper as
1: well. It smashed it, didn't it?
2: Yeah, it smashed it within like two to three days. So at this point, we've been going for almost a week. Um, and they're currently, as of this recording, at eight, a bit over eight and a half thousand backers. So they're over the halfway mark. Um, pretty impressive considering oh. the the price of this. I'd be very surprised if it doesn't get funded. A lot of people are being all negative about it, but you know the same. Those are the same people saying Unicron wouldn't get funded, and and they've just about all uh, gone ahead. Yeah, I just the, the feature set on this guy is ridiculous. Um, Yes, for context, again, the Sentinel is 26 inches tall. I think Unicron comes in at, like, 29, and so this Galactus is going to tower over all of those. Um, Wow. Yeah, Is this something
1: you're keen on?
2: I'm... I'm sorely tempted because it, it's.
1: You said under a thousand dollars, and it's under a grand. <laughs> full, uh, Australia. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't come, if I come around and you've got it, and you don't have that zombie apocalypse Galactus face on there, <laughs> watch out! I'll be swapping it <laughs> around straight away because that, that zombie skull face on him is is so so freaking cool. That's the one I'd pick. You know, it's, yeah, it's
0: a fantastic look. Three swappable face plates. There's going to be more stretch goals that get revealed as we go. So that's fantastic to always look out for those. And I think that'll bring a lot of people in when they see some of what's going to be offered there. Um, it, is a, it is a tricky thing, though. I mean, for those not affected by the price, are going to be at some point affected by all these HasLab, these huge projects. Of Just where do you put them? Like, mm-hmm. Frank, I know you've got some room in your collection to kind of fit stuff. But you know it's a big shape, and and you know you have to do some you had to do some rearranging for your other big figures. Um, that becomes a problem even if you can afford it. And as this goes on and on, there's only so many of these big toys people can fit in their collections.
2: Yep, agreed.
0: All right, speaking of other Haslab big toys, there was a bit of I think it was a bit of a faux pas <laughs> on the part of Hasbro to kind of reveal inadvertently the rancor. From the Star Wars Black Series, so we're talking again Haslab. We're talking a full six-inch scaled Rancor figure, so it's going to be imagine. Uh, it's going to be so big. Imagine how big that's going to be. Um we got a picture uh, basically with the uh, Jabba's palace door, and a designed by Haslab coming soon. But this is this is a really interesting one again dropping dropping some big uh, reveals of what they've got in store. But I think, you know, you're talking Star Wars. Again, I don't think this is going to have much trouble getting funded when they finally decide to release it.
2: Yeah, this is a, I think it's a nice move. Like, uh, you think Star Wars and, and some of the other, well, the Jabba's sail barge and that, and the the uh, Razor Crest, you, you would naturally assume that most Haslab Star Wars projects would be vehicle based. It kind of makes sense because they're the at the for the particularly for the Black Series, they're the things that are never going to come to retail. So you would do them as part of Haslab. But I think this is cool. They're going for creatures. They're going for you know one of the biggest creatures that is you know and pretty iconic as well. Um, i would be very curious to see the price point on something like this. Um, but yeah, good time to uh, good time to be a Star Wars fan.
0: Does anyone remember the uh, before Clone Wars, the CGI animated show? There was another, yes. o- uh, OG Clone Wars, um, and we're getting figures from that, which is a really interesting move. Now, this is one of those ones where Hasbro. It's, that, that cartoon has a very distinct, it's, it's 2D animated, has a very distinct look for those of you who know it. Um, we're getting figures that look like, like the re- real actor or actress versions of those characters, but with the artwork on the box being the um, 2D animated OG Clone Wars figures. So that's very cool. These are going to all be done in the, um, the retro kind of packaging, in the vintage collection. Um, and we're getting Ayala, Secura, Luminara, Undali, Barris Offee, an ARC Trooper, Captain, and and uh, ARC Trooper, and a Battle Droid. So the packaging looks great. Uh, they're, they're pretty like Clone Wars looking, like, and good to round out if you like your Jedi. It's good to get some more jedis into the mix so yeah mm-hmm. exciting times for the vintage collection
3: absolutely and and as per usual they have the kenner logo on as per the vintage collection which is always a nice look
1: into a Slim Jim. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. all right moving up we have some mcfarlane dc multiverse figures so we've got super super boy prime Um, Infinite Crisis. He was revealed by McFarlane Toys for the DC Multiverse. And we also have one of my favourites. McFarlane are also doing Lobo. Maybe this is my final time to get Lobo. I'm pretty (laughs) excited. A single teaser pick of each character was revealed. No pricing or dates yet. What do you guys think of Lobo? I I kind of like him. I've missed out on quite a few different uh, releases of Lobo. Do you reckon this one's the one to go for or...
2: I think this one will be the most accessible, like easy to get yep. without paying, yep. you know, your sort of Storm Collectibles prices or for any sort of exclusive. Um, I, I think also there's knowing what McFarlane's done already with the DC license. I think there's a pretty good chance you'll get his bike somewhere down the line Yeah. Um, to yep. really sort of round that out. I guess my one critique looking at this image would be the hair. I, I've always known Lobo as having the, the long sort of dreadlock styled hair and looking at that i just i don't know that the rest of it looks great he's got the chains you know uh, mcfarlane does that sort of uh real death metal sort of spiky look really well which suits lobo perfectly but that hair unless is that a a newer version of him i'm not aware of
1: Could be an artist interpretation of lobo who knows you know from that one comic book series that he's in i'm not sure but (laughs) yeah I think if it's around the thirty dollar mark i I might grab him yeah, do it as my standing lobo uh, definitely
2: Mondo. remember them like there was definitely a stage do. there was a stage where uh you know they were going to do all these turtles figures and and you know all these masters figures, and now they've finally it's like they 've just unlocked the, the 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 treasure chest and gone, hey, here's so much stuff that we're going to take up half your bloody run sheet, um so i'm going to kick it off with. Uh, the mondo exclusive Wolverine. Now, mondo ten, for those who don't know, mondo tend to operate really a lot in the one sixth scale. So these are very much larger sort of figures than your, your typical six inch stuff. Um, but this one is one that I think we'd sort of heard about before. Um, this is
1: yeah, we, we've definitely talked about this one before. But the packaging alone is yes. just got to be the best packaging of of this whole. Uh, Run sheet, I reckon.
2: Oh, it's amazing. This So we're talking about X-Men. Uh, we're talking Wolverine as he appeared in the classic 1992 animation. He comes with alternate heads. He's got an unmasked head. He's got even a morph head, which is really cool. He's got a, a slashing sort of electric effect, as seen from that amazing uh, intro sequence. But to Ben's point about the packaging, if you've ever seen that meme on the internet of sad Wolverine lying on a bed, poor. Paw- pawning over this picture where he's got you know there's Jean Grey and Scott and he's sort of stroking the picture going oh man that that should have been me that's literally how this thing comes packaged now uh, it's well established I'm the sort of guy who opens all his toys if I was to pick this up I I, I couldn't bring myself to open it because it just looks so perfect the the way it's presented yeah
0: even you got, you got couldn't a top cloth that. good pillow yeah <laughs> cloth goods <laughs> is it wow. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a little stuffed pillow.
3: <laughs> That's cool. Speaking of mondo, we have some exciting new Masters Universe reveals from mondo, and um, we have a Masters Universe Revelation Skeletor, which is exciting to see. A Hordak classic variant, which looks to be a Power exclusive. And I, now,
1: just on that, just on that, Darren, I think that the uh, this classic variant of Hordak, the um, imp, is the. PowerCon exclusive. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes I, sense. Nice. Now that, I could be completely wrong, but that's my interpretation of yep. the PowerCon exclusive. I think Hordak himself will be available to everybody, but if you go to PowerCon, you'll be able to get pick Imp. him up with Imp. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I
3: think. You know, yeah. that, that okay. looks perfectly possible, especially when you look at where Imp and, and the PowerCon logo is. We also get a classic Scare Guy. And a, another version of Man in Arms. Freaking awesome, man. Yep, and it's oh. got the snake um, head from the 2000X series. And we get a, a Shearer, uh, which, looking at the picture, is still very much in prototype form. comes with both a Filmation-style tiara and a toy. Um, one, you know, interchangeable heads, um, great selection of weapons, and looks like cowl as well in there. So yep. how cool is that? And that is my... Shut up and take my money. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's gone for yeah. it. i oh, just the whole on Tashira? everything. Um, I'm done. tempted on everything, but that <laughs> Shira, I think, is going be, to be a standout. But, but the you know, it's hard to go past any of it. You know, I'm, Yeah.
0: Darren, solve me a puzzle here. What does M-O-T-U-B-I stand for? I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> Man at <laughs> arms is Motu-B-I, apparently. Uh, I don't yeah, know what that I think it's that, that, that
1: glossy... You know, that paint? See how he's okay. glossing, like yep. the merman? Yep. You know how merman came out yeah, in yeah, yeah. that pearlized gloss? Yeah. Like, I don't yep. know what B.I. means, but I think it's, um, it's you know, a technical that, term uh, around that indication yeah. of that color scheme or something. Right. Uh, right. That scared glow, to me, is the tits. Like, I think yeah. that is just so cool, but he will sell out in a heartbeat, so I'm not even going yep. to try for him. But uh, g- gosh damn, does he look amazing. Speaking of scare guys that sold
0: out. This is interesting. I mean, you know, can I just just while we're on Mondo, sorry, Darren. Yep. No, um, that's all right. I find this really interesting because Mondo started their masters being very, very designer focused, right? So they obviously had their in house designers doing uh, what they thought were interpretations, bringing in together a lot of different influences and making this kind of detailed, realistic y type new thing. New
1: world, real world type
0: um, yeah. thing. Now yeah, we're yeah. seeing them. Yeah, yeah, like, but really, like, in artist's interpretation. Yes. Um. Now we're seeing a lot of, you know, classic. We're seeing yeah. Revelation, Revelation Skeletor mm-hmm. and even this more classic, uh, this more classic looking Hordak. Do you reckon, like, there's a, a deliberate was, kind of pivot? Yeah, you know, like, 100%. to go. Oh, I don't know how well these were taken up originally, and there's a bit of.
3: You possibly, know, it's hard to know. I mean, and, and they're definitely now pivoting yep. back to yep. called out Skeggy. Possibly, yep. I tend to see that the Revelation Skeletor is probably not a big surprise because you know the hope is that that'll be that'll be a hot show for particularly Adult Masters fans and and so I don't see that as hugely unexpected, but possibly it's hard to know. Um, what I what I thought when I saw these before is. They're all really, really cool, but apart from Sheera, the, the you know they're all characters I already have a version of from Mondo, if if that makes sense. And will,
1: will you go after the man at Arms?
3: Yeah, I have the Men at Arms. Yeah, but will you go after one. this one? Possibly, I'm, possibly okay. depending on how hard it is to get. Possibly, I definitely yeah. want Scareglow, and yeah. I definitely want the Skeletor, and I probably go the Hordak as well. Man-at-arms, I reckon I could be tempted. It depends how far spaced out there are and what my cash flow is like at the time. But, but you know, if it's if it's achievable, you know, I probably would.
1: But the well, Shearer uh, is
3: sort of... probably The, the Shearer and the Scareglow and uh, and the Skeletor are probably the three standouts for me. But, yeah, not a lot of new characters. Speaking of Scareglow... Right, tell us he's... about the Scareglow, yeah. Yeah. Um, Go. Collector's edition um, of um, Scareglow from Master Universe Revelations... Features glow-in-the-dark skeleton and head, highly articulated. This action figure has 30 working joints. This figure comes with poseable cape and scythe of doom, plus extra hands. Special LED packaging includes purple and white lights that brilliantly display the glow-in-the-dark effect. Product was for sale on Mattel Creations for $35 and sold out in nine minutes. And Oof. I had it in my cart, but just missed it. Oh wow!
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, shout out to Fresh,
1: who was uh, yeah, getting a, get a box. Your box. You get a box and a black light. You get an you get LED a box.
2: Black light. Yeah, well, I mean,
0: look, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'd seen the. Uh, I think it was a leaked kind of up and coming for Revelation figures of what we were getting, and Scareglow was on the list. So I, I didn't even like. This wasn't even a question for me. Yep. If it was the only way to get Scareglow, totally different story, right? Mm. But. To, who cares? Like yeah. the box, yeah, it's great. Most people are going to open them. Yeah, maybe is that
1: sword unique? You know, like the power sword. Mm. It could be it's the two halves. Yeah. yeah. So and my my thing. Something. Yeah, my thing with this was I initially saw when I saw it before seeing the show. Of course, was that scare the actual scare glow was going to be the opposite colours mm. instead of being predominantly black skinned, it was going to be it glow in the dark with the bones being black. But as we've now seen in Revelations, he is that colour in the show. So yeah. I think you're right. I think all you're getting is the box and a and a fancy black light that you can you know buy from China for three dollars. So,
3: um, but yeah, well, that I, is if that's the case, so. then I'll I'll heal very quickly.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be worried, Darren. You get you get your gig blood. I mean, yeah, I, I I tend to think sometimes with these exclusives. Because it's the first offering, people just go, oh, well, I need Scaggler. you know. Yep. Uh, you know. 100%. And this is before, I think, the animation was released. I and mean, he's like, Correct. now that we've seen it, without going to spoilers for this episode,
3: he's quite a major character, right? Like yeah, he has a oh, it role. Oh, he does. And significant in terms of where the story goes. You know, his, his legacy is massive.
0: Yep. Yep. Now, and this so is something, Ben, sure- that you should be... Very excited about, because I, I know you were talking about these uh, Hot Wheels cars, trying to find those little, um, well, smallest to fit in, and they weren't fitting very well, but this <laughs> no, might they solve don't. all your problems, mate.
1: Well, I tried, and it's already, <laughs> again, sold out. Because, oh, no. And, uh, okay. It, yeah. So this is a Hot Wheels two pack. So we've got the Wind Raider and the Land Shark, both previously uh, on bis- blister cards that you could buy. But now they have He-Man and Skeletor uh, that can fit inside them. So it's pretty cool. The two pack uh, contains a new original art done on it a- a- as a you know. Sort of combo pack, gift pack, and uh, yeah, it was on the Maddie Creations website for thirty-five dollars. Same price as Scareglow, which I think is a little bit rich. Mm. But hey, if I had the chance, I would have grabbed it. And unfortunately, yeah, I missed out. So, uh, but yeah, a cool pack, and I do hope they release a He-Man and Skeletor in some way, shape, or form that will fit in the those two vehicles for the single-pack people like myself. Absolutely.
0: That box cool. is beautiful, because it, it harkens yeah. back to those kind of two-packs. Great yeah, box, those gift right? sets, yeah. But I think that's all that's going to be exclusive to this set, is the box. Again, you're going to see re-releases of Wind Raider and Landshark with the He-Man and Skeleton. Well, we already, so already I know... I wouldn't panic too much, Ben, yeah, I think...
1: Yeah, sorry. We already know that the, uh, is that the Wind Raider is going to be released on the Red rock first packaging uh so that may indicate that the new packaging might also come with the he man inside who knows
2: and still on uh masters this is uh, I think our last master's thing for this episode uh we heard from uh grayscale warrior um on instagram he's one of uh one of our favorites that we follow uh he's Generally, quite across all the Master stuff, and it looks like he'd done some deal with uh, both Mattel and Big W because he was the one to first announce that Master of the Universe Origins and indeed Masters of the Universe Masterverse will be coming to Big W in Australia. Grayscale Warrior, for those who don't know, is, is an Australian guy. Sydney. Um, yep. Yeah. And they will be coming to Big W exclusively in 2021 origins is set to launch as soon as august with masterverse said to be coming in september Um, no information on waves and price points just yet it says keep watch in store online and big w to get your collection started there and then apparently starting 2022 that exclusivity deal ends and then they should be available at sort of regular retailers now for me
1: Shut up and take my money. Nice. <laughs> well, so nice. we uh, on
2: everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to buy the, the chain. Uh, <laughs> big W. <laughs> yeah, you know, Frank, yeah Mart, Frank, Frank Mart. Frank Mart is going to buy out Big W, and therefore I don't need to worry about sourcing these toys ever again. Now, look, the caveat with that is Masterverse, particularly having seen uh, Revelations. Now, the the way that the, the new designs of those characters and even the 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 ones that are very much like the He-Man or whatever you know, but they're done in that Marvel Legends style. I've been banging on this for a while, saying give me, give me a He-Man that meets a Marvel Legend, and they've done it. And I will be frequenting Big W like I never have before, um, if that's the only the place to get them. And I feel a bit more confident that they're not. It's not a zing or a pop culture thing because they're just going to get smashed. Big Big Ws are everywhere. Um, They should be a lot more readily available to the Australian consumer, which is uh, nice to say that about a Master of the Universe product for once.
3: Absolutely, and I'm very excited about this. A lot of my vintage Master of the Universe toys came from Big W, Parabanks and Elizabeth over the years, so there's a real history and heritage for me in this announcement. So very, very excited and wish Big W nothing but success and long may Master of the Universe live!
1: Awesome! Couldn't have said it this better is myself. Very
0: clever in terms of the timing. I mean,
3: so now, so yeah. just for the Netflix gonna, show drop, do a yeah. shout out
0: because we, sorry mate, no, you The U.S. having this product so so early, um, and it was always a, a question of what we were going to get when it was going to come out. You can clearly see that they've timed both Origins and Revelations for a post-Netflix show reveal, which I think for our market is a, a very good move, and it gives the product the best chance of success of moving and flying off the shelves. And I know a lot of people that are, are kind of like those, you know, there's the masters community and the toy collecting community, but there's like a group of people that probably sit outside that that are now getting on board as this kind of hype is building and that's going to really move that product. Yeah,
1: couldn't agree more. Well said. All right, moving on. To, we've got something else from McFarlane and this time it's not comics, believe it or not. It is Disney and it is the Mirrorverse. So we have Disney Mirrorverse figures showing up at Walmart, including in the first batch Ah, are 7-inch Jack Sparrow from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, 7-inch Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, 5-inch. And this is where it gets wacky because Mm. now all of a sudden we've got a big monster character in a smaller size than a pirate. So 5-inch Sully from Monsters, Inc., 5-inch Mickey Mouse, Five inch bell from uh, is a beauty and the beast, yep yep, yep, uh five inch goofy and a twelve inch sully, so and they're all armored up and they're all wacky colors, like uh, Mickey's in a yellow his yellow sort of magician suit, and Sully has got a yellow uh armor on, and things, all uh, sort of coming out of a game, I believe, uh, not all. Have pics or descriptions up yet? The Disney Mirrorverse is an upcoming mobile game from Kabam that merges RPG and action gameplay with the Disney universe. The characters will be reimagined visually for the game, and these toys are based on those looks. So shout-out to Scotty the Toy Hunter, who will probably go broke uh, hunting <laughs> these
0: well- you're gonna you're gonna have a lot more money in the bank than chasing your Super Seven Disney Ultimate.
1: So a much more
0: affordable way. I mean, these are probably going to come in between you know twenty and, and thirty bucks, whereas uh, you're looking at about a hundred bucks for a, for a Disney Ultimate. So definitely a more economical way to collect. We had some very exciting news early on in kind of this quasi Comic Con from NECA. NECA held their panel and just dumped. A whole heap of information on us in, in a wonderful panel. And we're just going to summarize that very quickly. But one of the big ones was obviously turtles. And they're, they're looking to definitely kind of round out a lot of the Fred Wolf animated stuff. And the first thing that was a, was meant to be the San Diego Comic Con exclusive, but now it's going to be, I think, a target exclusive. And that is the Channel 6 news crew pack with all the beautiful studio equipment and, and it mutated. Parts. Uh, it's got uh, Vernon, Bern, Irma, and April as the cat. Uh, really, really cool. I love the two cameras and the two lighting pieces of equipment. Um, so it was a Necker Store exclusive, which the sale has gone live, um, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit about, and then it will be available at Target. But the Necker Store exclusive had this really cool, like press pass, enamel pin, and T-shirt as well that went along with it um not not quite sure on the numbers but i jumped in i, I woke up early to, to to grab this set so did i manage to get this one yeah managed to get it wasn't didn't seem terribly hard to get hung around a bit longer than some of the other exclusives but yeah very very cool set from from necker there and um, wingnut and screw loose also got a are gonna get a two-pack So, like, screw loose. back to the original Turtles line, was just one of those PVC plug figures, all cast in yellow, the little mosquito guy. Um, So now we're getting him as a fully realised figure based on the cartoon look. And Wingnut looks massive, like, with the the big bulky kind of look. Very, like, Wingnut's very kind of toy accurate. This is interesting because some, you see the animation, you go, Mm. oh, they don't really look anything like the toy. But to me, Wingnut uh, does kind of straddle that line of having a, a toy influence as well as an, an animated influence Definitely. and then we also got images of dirt bag and ground chuck being another two pack. i love this like i love the dirt bag figure always a big fan of him in the original line and he's got like this removable torso and a ring of dirt so you can kind of like either have him shoveling dirt or have him halfway down the hole which i think again genius move just don't try and break him when you <laughs> like I did with my Android crane. Oh no, that, that, really? That, that no. bad boy in two. Oh,
1: I, yeah. I, see, yeah, I the, couldn't yeah, work yeah, out how there's to a little, open There's him. a little
0: bit of plastic. Yeah,
1: because
0: yeah, there's no instructions. No, wow. the dumbest. Dumbest. Wow. I had to I had to uh, when YouTube
1: it. And then I was, it. I was, then trying I was to, like, yeah.
0: Did you heat, heat your, because no. like, I just pulled it and I snapped yeah. the, um,
1: I didn't. A I, I didn't heat mine. I YouTubed it, but damn, I was ginger about it as uh, much as yeah. one can be when snapping a character in half. So, well, yeah. if you and, go for dirtbag, I'll have your groundhog. Uh, you, your um, your groundchuck. Uh, yeah, groundchuck. I think he's awesome. I, I love yeah. the playmates uh, character, the bulls so. so, He's yeah, very cool
0: too. Yeah, lots of hands, and then the tease, which which is just hot off, I guess their movie releases but it's it looks like Tocker and Razza. Mm. um you know again the animation clearly looks like it's based off the toy look yep. so they again look like they've got you know closer to the toy look than some other figures so this is you know it's an interesting one we've talked about you know who goes in on the cartoon stuff Frank we sort of know that you're at your limit and you're happy with that Fred Wolf side of it but I think they're getting pretty close to rounding a lot of stuff out. Like, there's not a lot more I can see them doing now.
2: Mm. I'll be honest. Of all this animated stuff, the uh, the Channel Six news team is the one that has me sort of going, "Oh, now I understand." You know, that sets all sold out. I would not at all be surprised if later on they do a pair of two packs, one with Burn and and uh, Vernon, and another one with Irma and April. Just to sort of reuse uh, those molds. I don't think you'll get stuff like the camera and the studio lights in those packs. But um, that's what I. To be honest, you, you think of that show, and as much as they're um, not, you know, well known as far as the you know the greater sort of turtle universe. Anyone who's watched that show knows Vernon and and Burn and Irma. Irma in particular is the one. If they were to release a two-pack, I'd I'd go in on Irma. The rest I can live without. I'll take your point about Dirtbag. I think it's an amazingly cool feature, and even Tocker and Razor. I'm sure they'll look very cartoon accurate, but I'd I'd much rather see Super Seven do their Tocker and Razor um, in the style that they're doing. So,
3: I tend to agree with you. I think those sculpts are going to be reused. I don't see them doing a limited Power Con number, target exclusive, and then sort of thinking, okay, we've used them. Tooling costs a lot of money. Mm. You know, To get something back on their investment, I'll see them reusing them. Uh, very cool, though. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to sort of see them sort of rounding out some of the, that Fred Wolf stuff because that is an important era, whether it's your era or, or not. It's an important era. It is what sort of launched the Turtles into the mainstream when we wouldn't have got the s- stuff that we're about to talk about next without yeah. the su- success of that series.
2: So still on Turtles, but now switching over to the movie stuff. This is one that we'd all but seen before. They're doing an ultimate version of Casey Jones, played by Elias Katias as he appeared in the 1990 movie. We get the maskless version. They obviously um, come to some arrangement and got the actor's likeness. Um, basically it's a single pack version of Casey. seems fairly similar from the pictures we've been able to see as far as accessories and it's not a new paint deco or anything like that. You do, however, get the the gorgeous, and it is a really good likeness of him, um, you know, uh, maskless version. You get a mask that's actually hanging, uh, designed to hang, say, from the back of his backpack sort of thing, which is in the movie ever so briefly, I think, as he runs away from Raphael. Um, So that's pretty cool. They also showed off, still on the movie stuff. Uh, ben, I'm expecting this to be your shut up and take my money here. Um, Shredder. Uh,
1: yeah, well, that's a given. I'm, I'm going to get him anyway.
2: <laughs> so Shredder, as he appears in Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. So this is, um, he's got the razor blade sort of helmet look. He's very much in the purple deco. The cape, I believe, has got a different pattern on it. Uh, a few sort of repacked accessories. He gets the katana and the the uh, ooze canister. I believe he also does come with the small vial of ooze that he sort of, you know, fits in in a clenched fist sort of thing. That of course he drinks at the end to become Super Shredder. Um, but the one that sort of got me and may push me over the line to get this guy is the giant dandelion. That you sort of see in the film as proof that you know the ground has been um, intoxicated by the the, the vile yeah. abuse. I think that's a very cool thing. Anyone who knows that movie would knows exactly what it is, but other people are like, "What is this?" So kudos to Necker for for that one. Ben, do you want to talk to us about this other shredder? Because I got to be honest, he looks yeah, very so similar.
1: We've got an. We've got another shredder. So we've got the convention exclusive now at Walmart. Exclusive, exclusive, super shredder. Mutated looking cape. Very purple, toy-inspired color scheme. New tooling on the figure. Uh, I didn't know there was new tooling. I don't know what new about it. it Maybe the belt belt or something.
2: The belt, yeah, yeah. I uh, believe the belt was said to be inspired by Kevin Nash, who, of course, was the actor oh. who played him, and so that comes well, that, from more his wrestling the background. Toy,
1: yep. Because the toy has that uh, spiked belt. Yep. Um, he's he's got an iridescent cape, and and he does not come with the base. So there's a base shown originally. I thought the base came with it, and that was sort of my um, maybe questionable incentive to buy it. But I've now uh, been told that it doesn't. Which is a sort of a wharf scene. But mm. I just get, I'm getting a bit annoyed with Mecca uh, about their uh, repaints and their reissue of the same figures over and over again. This is now the third Super Shredder we've uh, been released. And I sort of get to the point I don't need three Super Shredders in my collection. So uh, I might pass on this one, which uh, may shock a few people. Mm. If, if the only new tooling is that belt, I can live without it. But, but uh, they're,
0: so, they're all so similar. Yep. Like That's just right. the, the the dark black kind of one, and and the I, yeah. like I, I'm looking at this and I can't really even tell the difference between That's the first right. release. So like yeah. I mean, I'm I'm actually not surprised by that, Ben. I I wouldn't have thought you'd kind of need. Because did you go in on the kind of the the black version one?
1: Um. I did uh, because it jumped up on pop culture, but I'm still yep. waiting it for it to come into stock. So uh, if hadn't I have gone on that, I would have gone on this, but sure. I don't know what's happening with that one. It seems to be in limbo. All
2: right.
1: And
0: Trent, you can take over the next one. Look, I'm super excited. One of the things I guess I was really wanting to see from Necker was the continuation of the Mirage line, which we know we got a few. Obviously. When NECA first started their journey into Ninja Turtles, that was what they started with, was those Mirage um, Turtles. And we got an April and, and you know, the line with some mouses and the line wrapped up really quite quickly without even getting things like Shredder and, and Foot Soldiers, which we finally got years later as, a I guess, a convention exclusive, which kind of then launched them back into doing Ninja Turtles, which was fantastic. But... I was really hoping for a Mirage line. We got a tease of Fugitoid, who is, is my monkier. So, um, really cool to see that he's going to be getting a figure. I, I just love the Mirage version as much as I love the gold kind of Playmates version. The Mirage one is the Fugitoid for me. So, he got teased in kind of like a, a warehouse looking cyclone fencing kind of environment with the light coming through from behind. But it's clear to see that that is Fugitoid. Um, the the thing from the live stream which got me was they were like, oh, you know, we'll do this figure, will this be part of a line, wait and see whether there'll be a Mirage line. I reckon I'm hoping they're just testing the waters a little bit with so much going on, hmm. but I, I would love to see, you know, 10-plus figures in a Mirage line because I think there's, you know, could you, like a Triasteraton, you've got Renee the Time yeah. Traveller, you've got Savanti yeah. Romero, like there's just... So many core characters that they need to do. I don't think we've got a Mirage Splinter, um,
2: Outroms. Like, mm, I, 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 didn't, I, I
0: didn't like that comment. Uh, maybe we'll do a line, maybe we we'll
2: won't. Yeah, line, you know? it, like, it seems a bit I, I don't get it. disingenuous. I mean, I, I imagine of all I, the Turtle stuff, the Mirage stuff is probably the biggest risk, right? Because yeah, so many I people know the cartoons, so many people know the movie, You know all that sort of stuff. Whereas the Mirage stuff, despite the fact it's the genesis of the whole thing, that's got a much smaller audience than, and, and I feel like that's why they the line died off in the first place because they were like, oh, this is not really selling the yep. way we want. Yep. Um, so it kind of doesn't surprise me. But you sort of go, well, you know, as we've said a couple of times, that the movie line is is on its last legs. There can't be too much more, and the. Uh, Animated, one is animated so line boring. is going to get more and more obscure, so they've got to pivot somewhere or just they, surrender the license well, altogether.
3: Yeah, and I tend to agree, but I, I really strongly agree with Trent. I agree with everything you both uh, both said. You know, it is probably the biggest risk. That is why it's not a laughing matter to say maybe we will, maybe we won't. Mm. Um because you're playing with fans, fans' emotions on and if NECA don't do it, who who's going to? I mean it's not going to be a playmates thing. Yeah. Um so so really, you know, you shouldn't joke about that because, you know, fans want it desperately. It may not be the most well-known. It may not be the household name stuff um, that NECA would say is their bread and butter. But it matters to die-hard Turtles fans. And even if the business case is not there, or even more so if the business case is not there, don't don't toy with fans, you mm-hmm. know. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And just before we just end on, that, on... Oh, sorry.
1: Oh, oh Sorry, just on that, I... I rate the comic book Ninja Turtles, the four turtles, uh, on the same level as the movie yep. turtles uh, in quality. I think they are so 100%. freaking amazing yep. and, uh, and superior in a lot of French ways. Drops. Yep, and and they're just articulation. Yeah, they're, they're just, just the way they're done. Figures. They are just. Perfection, you know. I just, yeah, and uh, I wish more people could get their hands on them because they are just phenomenal. Done by the four horsemen, so maybe that's got something to do with it. Yep. But yeah, just uh brilliant figures overall. Definitely. Yeah.
2: And one last thing before we wrap up on turtles it was sort of when they were still talking about the animated line, there was a verbal tease, no pictures, no nothing, where they said, oh, and maybe in the future we'll do a three-pack, which most people are taking that as confirmation that our beloved neutrinos will be coming. Um, I, I've said many a time I'm trying to get out of this animated line, but those neutrinos, that would be a, that would be an insta-buy for me.
3: Yeah, so we'll yeah. oh, see I, what happens. I'm hardcore on the neutrinos, so um, always had a soft spot for them. So moving on to... Some beautiful stuff
0: we saw from NECA in their gargoyles line. And we got some really wonderful, that stop-motion animation teaser that they did that showed off uh, Demona. But now we've got her in all her glory, looking beautiful with uh, alternate head. She's got the kind of just the normal head and then the uh, snarling red-eyed demonic look, which is really brilliant. She's got articulated wings. She'll come with a lot of accessories as well. We also saw Phalog shown and he'll be the third in the set after Goliath and Demona. And he'll come with his accessory of the money briefcase looking very, very imposing as well. So these are all, we we got um, the Goliath box shown. He's going to come in the flat box very much like your Ninja Turtles figures that you get like the Android body crank, but the real kicker on that box is the artwork on the cover, which is just phenomenal. So I think this line is going to appeal to all the, the Gargoyles fans out there, but it's going to bring in a whole new um, range of collectors that can't pass up these beautiful-looking sculpts.
1: I think if you're a gargoyles fan, you need to uh, be careful of how much real estate you give these gargoyle <laughs> figures, because those damn wingspans are going to take, take three or four figures wide, you know, so even though you've only got four figures on the shelf, that's equivalent to having 12 figures of Ninja Turtles on a shelf, because of their <laughs> damn wings, you know what I'm saying? So sure. <laughs> really. so, but I think they'll look uh, freaking awesome, I love they're big, they've gone, you know, to the hilt with their wingspan and uh, I, I think these are going to look mint. Anyone keen on these or interested at all? I think they look great, but
3: I've got to draw the line somewhere.
1: I would have maybe got the title character and that's it and called it. But you know, uh, that's, yeah,
3: that's a fair call.
1: Yeah, but this is where, you know, again, where I said this is, this is more the 90s fans. Uh, so true. Property. So,
3: yeah, so true. It's a great cartoon though. I do have very fond memories mm. of it. Yeah. Speaking of great cartoons and offerings from from NECA, um, they're um, doing a defenders of the, doing defenders of the Earth Phantom and Flash Gordon redo. So Phantom, Flash, and Ming are, get, are going to be repainted to look like classic pop comic book versions. Phantom comes with classic striped pants, twin holsters, alternate head skull, skull, and certain elements on the costume will glow in the dark. Each figure. Mold um, heads includes a ton of accessories and extra hands. Lots of availability. Plus, the resculpting Flash and Ming the Merciless for film homage versions. we are going to be at San Diego Comic Con exclusives, but will now be available online and at Walmart. Note, NECA don't have the rights to the movie, so not 100% accurate for licensing reasons. Uh, reasons. And... If that's not enough, exclusive Flash Gordon and Ming the Merciless on retro bubble cards straight from the 1979 animation online and target exclusives. I also want to do Zorro and Mandrake in those King Comics um, characters. Mm-hmm. So that's looking really, really, really awesome and, and you know, I hope they go deep with, with all of that. Moving on to Back to the Future now, hoverboard, um, so we have a hoverboard with display stand telescoping bat and of course Griff as played by Tom Wilson uh, so that was shown as was a prototype with a 1985 dock with hazmat suit, clipboard, notepad and a few other things there is also a Back to the Future's a Back to the Future accessories pack that will come out, no details as of yet what do you with think of that? Of stuff, would have loved them to have gone, um, to be going deeper than what they are in terms of their offerings with, with Back to the Future um, beyond, you know, characters played by Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd and Tom, S. Wilson, Tom F., um, F. Wilson, but loving, you know, the quality of what they are showing and, and, you know, hope that, you know, maybe they can get more likeness licenses or whatever the... or the sales are strong enough if, if they're worried about going into other characters that they justify going, going deeper because as a film franchise, um, you know, it's... You know, that whole trilogy is really about, you know, not only time travel, but but the the family tree of two different families in Hill Valley, the MacFires and 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 the Tennants. So I'd love to see them do more justice to that. Just going back to defenders, that, that cliff for is my favourite figure so far. Yeah, it's really cool, and I really love
2: the likeness. Just going back to defenders for a second there, the um. I totally get the the Flash Gordon and the 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 merciless done to make look like the old comics. I'm struggling to pick the difference between this Phantom and the one that's already been released, and maybe I need to see a side by side shot. I mean, uh, uh,
3: shorts. The under Yeah, I think that's it's, it. Yeah, I, I suspect so. And, uh, and the accessories. Yeah. Okay. You can yeah. recreate that opening
0: yeah. montage where he talks to his his late father's. Skull, yeah, well, I always thought was pretty creepy, <laughs> but, uh, you can, you, you, and
2: it's interchangeable as well. You can put it on his head, <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> well, he is the ghost who walks, right? right? Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> true.
3: <laughs> you can make it literal.
0: I, I want on Back to the Future too. I want the little girl, and um, just to pose her with the pit bull, you know, at the end, you know, Marty gets her skateboard. And yeah, she goes, Oh, you I'm keep bored. it because I've got <laughs> I've got the Pitbull. you know. <laughs> I want that as well. But I think like what a cool what a cool looking figure. Uh I, I love him in the movies. Like I think Griff yep. is just the best character. Um batter You know, like he's got the telescopic bat. And and it's not it wasn't shown but that pit bull hoverboard uh <laughs> I just want
3: that so badly. And yeah, no, um, very cool. And go nicely with the 2015 Money McFar that we already have as well.
1: to All right.
3: Staying on with
1: Necker, we have some information about the boys. So they showed off some unpainted sculpts of, of A-Train and a coloured leg shot. Uh, Black Knorr, lots of knives, textured uniform shown, not a sculpt but a costume image and slated for a later date so uh nor, you know black nor is like snake eyes type thing he's going to be freaking awesome and it's it's very interesting to see them uh, yeah keep going on this line and i'm sure it'll take them a couple of years before they get through the whole roster of the, <laughs> the boys and then uh we'll see what uh season 2 brings or season 3 brings i suppose mm. so
2: I yeah. mean, you know, realistically, it shouldn't take that long to get seven figures out because uh, those are the, the main ones that everybody they, wants. But
1: they need to take a leaf out of McFarlane's book, who just, uh, you know, is an A train himself,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> just pumping out those figures. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, now, look, we already have a, a shout-out for what was we considered the best packaging for an exclusive earlier with the Mondo Wolverine. But I tell you what, this Mighty Morphin Power Rangers from Hasbro has got to come pretty close to to uh to that when you talk about exclusive packaging what we're talking about is one of the villains from the show pudgy pig um <laughs> so is, ridiculous is he's literally just a pig's head that has you know hands and legs coming out of it he wears a roman he's a mad bull yeah exactly yeah, he's a much. mad bull yep. <laughs> yep. he wears a roman uh, soldier styled hat because why not um, if that's not wacky enough for you he comes packaged in a retro styled lunchbox you think about those little metal tins that we all used to take our lunch to school in um, it's got Power Rangers sort of stickers on it it's bright canary yellow you could probably put it on a shelf and people would go oh that's a wicked like retro lunchbox you've got there no no that's the packaging your action figure comes in. Um very, very cool. I I have vague memories of this guy as a villain. He was he was the, the token villain who would just eat anything that was on the table, you know, always gutsing his, his food and stuff. Um quite ridiculous looking character. Well, his but
1: weapons are uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a knife and fork, isn't are it? A
1: fork and a knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, moving on to some news from Mezco. And Mezco did this kind of, I think you just slap a con on the end of your brand name and that's how you make a new convention when there is no (laughs) actual physical San Diego Comic Con. So we had Mezco Con and they released, a bit like 12 days of Christmas every day and you reveal. But I think it was day five. One that grabbed me was some 112th Collective Chester Gould Styled cartoon comic strip versions of characters from Dick Tracy, which is my jam. We got Dick Tracy himself, uh, like a profile headshot with that hook nose and that very squared jaw, and his little uh, revolver uh, looking brilliant. And one of my favourite villains of all time, Flat Top, uh, looking shut very cool with his money. purple suit. And and yes, that is my shut up and take my money. Thank <laughs> you, Frank. He's good at his bow tie and his pistol. So. I haven't actually got any uh, 112 collectives in my collection. So this could be the first to get these guys. This has been a long time coming. I've wanted chesticle versions of Dick Tracy for a long, long time.
3: I, I remember pretty, when I first I got get to, get to know some, you, that was uh, one of the biggest threats. Th- of the Playmates line that they didn't go down that route. Yeah, which
0: all. which you can't blame them. They probably never would without a tie in. Yeah. Um and it's but it's taken this long to get a decent version. I'm forgetting the name of a company that did uh, some some very small uh figures of Dick Tracy um articulated, I think sort of four inch they just weren't they didn't do it for me, so I never went in on that line. They did a lot of those mesets, I think Mezets or whatever those little yep. tiny yep. They did a few of them. That again, was a crazy, Mezco as well. Lot of love. It was oh, Mezco, yeah. 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 Um, so finally, finally, yeah. some some great, you know, for for a, for a comic strip that really paved the way and ran for a long time and, and is a cultural icon, particularly for the the US. Finally, to to have some figures and and the, the talk was, you know, like Popeye, Popeye kind yes. of Mezco sold out like that, just went nuts. Um, Uh, BC talk is is sort of putting the flag out there that maybe this is going to be similar to that. There's going to be a lot of interest in these figures.
1: Uh, Trent, uh, can I ask you, Dick Tracy in particular looks like he's got a larger head like a deformed head. Is that just me looking at the picture, or is, do you think it's proportional?
0: About right. Like, it does maybe look a, a tad bigger, and I think that's probably to be in keeping with the comic strip. That right. it, it is a. Yeah, they were drawn relatively risk realistically in terms of the proportions. Okay. But they're, yep. they're like, they look at Flat Top. Like, he he was done in a caricature style, and they, they're very much in keeping with. That, you know, the, yeah. the, the, yeah. the flat top, and, and a lot of them, it's a very simplistic style of drawing, so there's probably a bit of artistic licence being able to be taken with the figures. But, I, yeah, I reckon they probably, they probably are, but I think I, my critique, without having seen the full body shot, is that it's, it's going to look right for, for the cartoon.
1: Fantastic. Good on you. Excellent. It's the biggest store,
0: there is. Good word. The final bit of news that we've got from, from the con, was I I just want to call out this beautiful, beautiful statue from Sideshow that they're doing in their premium collectible studio line. It's based on The Last Ronin, and I'm going to not try and spoil anything here because there are some maybe some spoilers if if you look quite closely uh, at this (laughs) image. But The Last Ronin is the really popular comic book series at the moment, Ninja Turtles, where there's basically only one turtle left, all the other brothers have fallen. And this is a, just a very emotional piece. It's got the last Ronin there um, with some beautiful um, kind of like cloth effects on the on the garb, holding a katana, holding a, a tompher with the three brothers in kind of like ghost forms, you know, just gently touching him on the shoulder from behind. Very kind of emotional piece. But it's nice to see some product coming out to commemorate that last Ronin storyline. And I think... <laughs> You know, we talk about Necker and where they can go, maybe, and we talk about Mirage and, mm. and maybe doing some of that. I think Last Ronin is going to be a big one that people yeah. are going to be wanting, and it wouldn't surprise me if this stuff, Last Ronin stuff, is already in the works.
1: Not quite Good ready call. to be revealed at
0: the con, but,
2: you know, will be kind of like a next one.
1: Yep. Well, there you go, Necker. That's where you go next.
2: Yep. They listen. They know. They'll, they'll, they'll pick it up. Mm. <laughs>
1: Comic, comic book series by done by Kevin Eastman and Peter Lard, the original creators of the Mirage Turtles. Yep. So, yeah, fantastic.
2: Makes sense.
1: All right. Um, and another little bit of news. So we've got the Ninja Turtle toy guide. You know, our mate Pixel Dan teases a photo shoot of some turtle figures. He is obviously working on a toy guide for this franchise. So that is my, Frank. Shut up and take my money. I am hyped hyped to the hills about a physical toy guide. Uh, We've had issues in the past with Ninja Turtle toy guides, and I have the utmost uh, faith that Pixel Dan will come through with his. And he says sort of day one, you know, photo shoot, and then he did a day two and so forth and so forth. And it's not just the original 88 Turtles. It's like the... Di- you know, tiger spirit armor turtles and stuff like, yeah, um, the back to the sewers turtle, so it's you know, some pretty uh, late stuff, so he's obviously so it's trying going to deep, just, right? I need mm. the I need the rest, and I can find the 88 stuff anywhere, you know, scenario, yeah. so um, you got to start somewhere, right? Definitely, and uh, I think this, I think this will be at least three years minimum Oof. away. So I'm not expecting it, you know, next year, so to speak. Mm. But uh, if if it's anything from what the Master of the Universe toy guide is like, I think uh, this is just going to be worth its weight in gold. So yep. Good on you, Pixel Dan. And we've
2: got a little bit of uh, TV news now. So we've talked a lot about uh Revelations, which, BS, uh, just to sidebar, You might be wondering why we're not talking about Revelations. Well, it's because we've talked about all this other stuff for the last hour and change. Too many toys. We, of course, have all seen Revelations. We will be speaking to it next week. You know, we're still cleaning up Darren's drool from the floor here, so give us a bit of time to... Get our thoughts straight.
1: Bodily <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: so we will talk about Revelation. Suffice to say, we all loved it, but you know how much you'll have to wait uh, next week to find that out. Also, it helps avoid spoilers, given it has only dropped, uh, you know, 24 hours ago, as of this recording.
1: But moving... shout out to geek dudes who just didn't not waste any time yeah. and had it out within the about a two-hour period after. You know, the, the, the slowest amount they of time you could watch it. it. Yep. Yeah, and uh, they shot it. So go and listen to Dig Dudes if you're hanging to, for a uh, spoiler review session on Last year, the revelations.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we're back on Turtles for this one, but it's a show that kind of doesn't feature any Turtles. We're talking about the uh, Usagi Chronicles, which is set to come out on Netflix, uh, based on Usagi Yojimbo, who, of course, has a long history with the Turtles franchise. Um, There was um, maybe like 15 seconds or so worth of footage that's actually been out. Um, There is a YouTube link we can share with people who are interested. Um, Doing a bit of reading about this, uh, Stan Saki has been involved pretty much the entire way. So it's not something that he's just sort of signed off on and walked away. He's been involved with every step of the creative process um looks pretty cool there's even some uh, sort of render shots of gen and kitsune and a few other characters they're including uh no release date at this time which is a little bit disappointing but the fact that you know if you look at the footage it looks pretty polished um i'd imagine we'll see it before the end of the year that's just me speculating but uh very exciting i'd love to see little little nods to any sort of turtle stuff, but also to see Usagi finally stand on his own and, and have his own uh, show and lore and all that sort of stuff. And who knows, maybe you get some sort of a, a super crossover when the Turtles next decide to uh, reboot their stuff. And this is the reason,
0: if if you didn't know, Brian Flynn of Super 7 has had a Usagi Ultimates figure sculpted for some time and they've had to keep pushing it back. This is the reason. Yeah. yeah. Waiting for this uh, to kind of settle before they can kind of get you know him released. So fingers crossed we will eventually get that version. But we might get some new toys from this animated show, which would be really cool. Because yeah. the the um, beyond the turtle line, there are Stan Saki, Yusaki Yojimbo figures out there, or resin statues out there. But they are fairly obscure and hard to come by. So maybe this will put away for some new toys too. Mm. I'm hey, that pretty hope. much wraps everything we had on the run sheet. I do just want to go around the room, um, maybe starting with you, Frank, Darren, then Ben, and just get any final thoughts or comments on kind of, I mean, it's not really San Diego, but it, it was, you know, these were the toy companies' releases that they would have had if there was a, a San Diego. So final thoughts from you, Frank?
2: Um, look, I thought it was actually really well done in terms of this there wasn't a single event that all this news was pouring out of, but it kind of felt like it. We, the headlines just kept dropping, and we were sort of falling over ourselves to try and you know, pack out this run sheet. We've already gone a bit longer than our usual sort of uh, run time here. Um, so it felt exciting. It was one of these check your phone every every five minutes to see what else has, has been revealed. So if this is how it's going to be for the foreseeable future, then sure. I, I think if I was all these big companies, I'd be saying, hey, this is the week where we're going to go nuts and blow fans' minds um, and, and keep it that way. So there's uh, lots to be uh, spending your money on for sure. Darren,
3: do you have any closing thought thoughts? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, I do. I guess I'm... I'm still sort of looking forward to seeing what Mattel showcases um, coming up, particularly after you know having watched Revelation, and that I'm I'm really really intrigued to see where they're taking things next with Masters of the Universe. Um, so I'm hanging for that. Uh, I agree with Frank. It, it seems seems to have flowed really well this year. Perhaps better than last year, or perhaps our expectations were adjusted. Um, not sure which, but yeah, I'm I'm yeah I'm keen to sort of see what you know what comes in in the coming you know next day or two from Mattel regarding master of the universe because yeah i'm fully fully psyched for that
1: I thought it was really well done in the sense that you know all the uh releases and things like much like Frank said, but I do really miss the uh general uh you know person that goes to the con that snaps that photo of oh look there's the back of Bondo Skegglow, like no one else has seen the back of Bondo Skegglow, and this guy has put it out, you know. Or uh, Pixel Dan's walkthroughs, and things, yes. Like, you know, uh, just the general banter on the uh, on the showroom floors and the hidden Easter eggs. Oh, look, there's a weapon from the upcoming uh, Gargoyles toy line. You know, they've just added it to hmm. the case, you know, on the final day and things. I really miss those little aspects. Um, doesn't you know, matter much for us because, uh, you know, there's no time soon we'll be able to get to a con. uh, But still, I do miss all those little aspects of the actual event uh, playing out live uh, in the America, so in San Diego itself. So uh, aside from that, I love how each, you know, as Trent sort of alluded to, each company has just put the con on on the end of their slogan and made their own little, <laughs> you know, 10-day special uh, reveal session and things, and it just keeps it exciting. So yeah. good luck to them. Definitely.
0: Yeah, I, I, I just thought, again, so much good stuff revealed. Such an exciting time to be a collector, and we're seeing a lot of the properties we loved really, like, launching, and, and this Masters, you know, I feel like, Two thousand and X never really launched, you know. Particularly here in Australia, mm. it never became a cultural thing. It was very much something enjoyed by fans of the eighties properties that
3: hunted it down and, and mainly and- imported it because, let's be honest, yeah. there was part of the first wave released, and then the very final wave and a couple of little ottomans that ended up in Toys R Us that weren't released elsewhere. But you know, it yeah. Um, the absolute line of Sheriff of it never came to Australia unless you imported it
0: yeah, so this is this feels different, this feels good what 's happening with masters and and we're getting review like you know like Darren said, excited to see what is going to be revealed by Mattel because we haven 't got that information yet, but it's it's building we've got we've got revelation we 've got that release from big w that's going to be a store exclusive here it's it's that mainstream thing that, you know, sure, we can go online as collectors and, and get this stuff. Um, but, but the cartoon builds hype. My kids saw it and loved it. Robbie d- uh, didn't get a chance to see the final episode. And he woke up and all day was just like, I want to watch it. I want to watch that, that last episode. That is yeah, awesome. He just loved it.
2: They Did he watch it, it, and it in the it end?
0: Doesn't, my, last episode? Or yeah, yeah, we watched he it said. today. So they, they like, he, he keeps asking me when it's <laughs> coming back. Um, oh, so that's that's a bit hard to break 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 that to him but i got yeah. the toy down and said here is you can play with this version um wicked but uh yeah so but but my my oldest son who doesn't normally um uh watched any tv just watches like um people playing video games uh sat down and watched it as well so it's a good sign for the next generation definitely on that note, we'll wrap this episode. Big shout out to all our fans for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. Thanks for bearing with us on the uh, the technical um, side of things. Probably not as good as normal with the uh, with unstable internet. Sorry, over. Yep, the no, lockdown. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, damn lockdown. Uh, just a couple of shout outs. So first off, I want to shout out Jay and Rob. They have some very exciting news. Uh, they have. Are announced their season two of their action figure adventures. So well done. That's going to come out. Uh, they're sort of locked in to do it at the end of this year, and it'll be released next year. But if one exciting news piece is not enough, how about two? They also have been greenlit for the Jay and Rob t- toy show. So uh, season two. So they've sort of that's their an extension video extension of their podcasts and uh, that's coming you know to air in uh, Canada as well and then you know throughout the uh, internet as well so good fantastic good on them you know massive respect and also of course we can't forget to shout out our newest Patreon Vector Sigma 13 from Adelaide Hills he is a big Transformers fan and he is obviously dealing with the lockdown much like we are so yeah Uh,
3: here's here's (laughs) a a drink to you bro absolutely and and welcome. Welcome to the community. So um yeah, I guess that that pretty much wraps up this exciting look at the virtual San Diego Comic Con. Um take care and stay safe, whichever part of the world you're in. And um feel free if you're into, if you're in lockdown to to panic by episodes of Toy Power podcast, we, we welcome that. Uh, stock up on your downloads as much as you like. And until next time. Good journey you can
2: find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us Podcast at gmail.com subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review otherwise we just assume we're awesome we are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of Okay, people. Want to learn more? Go to giantsizeteamup.com, where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but yes. Yeah.